Visit licentureexams.com and try our samples completely free of charge. How do we deal with uncomfortable or unacceptable thoughts and feelings? Like, what if someone tells you that you made a mistake, but you can't allow yourself to admit that you did something wrong? Or what if you had a terrible day at work and are really angry at your boss but don't feel comfortable confronting him or her? This is where defense mechanisms come out to play. Freud believed that our unconscious mind is alive and well and is at work all the time. We just don't know it. Hence the term unconscious, meaning outside of our conscious awareness. Psychodynamically speaking, we use unconscious strategies called defense mechanisms to shield ourselves against or cope with things that are too painful or uncomfortable. We'll cover eight of the more commonly used defense mechanisms, including denial, regression, projection, reaction formation, repression, displacement, rationalization, and sublimation. As Mark Twain said, denial ain't just a river in Egypt. When someone is using denial as a way to cope, they are refusing to accept that certain events are happening or have happened. Denial is one of the most common defense mechanisms and even makes an appearance in Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's Five Stages of Grief, her theory of the psychological process that terminally ill people go through. Let's look at an example. Sarah refuses to believe that she was the victim of verbal abuse because she doesn't think her abuse was bad enough. Her therapist disagrees as Sarah describes some of the arguments that she and her mom used to get into. Regression is a bit like time traveling. When stressed, one relies on coping skills that were used in an earlier stage of life. Have you ever had a bad day and thought, time for some comfort food? I'll dish up a hot fudge sundae or cook up some mac and cheese just like mom did when I was little. This is regression at play. Here's another example. When 40-year-old Steve's dog Cuddles died, he played an excessive amount of video games that he hadn't played in years, even missing work to play. Projection is when a person puts unwanted thoughts, feelings, or desires onto another person. Instead of the old, it's not you, it's me, projection is more like, it's not me, it's you. Imagine this scenario. Carl is married, but is secretly attracted to his new co-worker. Jenny likes to give each person in the office a hug for their birthday, but when she tries to hug Carl, he accuses her of inappropriate sexual advances and threatens to report her to HR. At first glance, reaction formation can seem a little bit complicated. The technical description is denying one's unacceptable beliefs by acting in the opposite way to convince themselves and others that they hold the opposite belief. This is like denial, but with a strange twist. Essentially, you don't just pretend that something doesn't bother you. You actually go a step beyond and try to convince yourself that it doesn't. Let's break down the words. You react to something that's uncomfortable or unacceptable by forming an opinion or belief that's the complete opposite of how you really feel. What does this look like? Here's an example. 
Tammy is full of rage that her mother abused her as a child, but when her mother has a debilitating stroke, Tammy moves in with her to become her full-time caretaker. As Scarlett O'Hara famously said in the movie Gone with the Wind, I won't think about that today, I'll think about it tomorrow. Now, Scarlett made a conscious decision to bury her head in the sand, so to speak, whereas the defense mechanism repression is when you unconsciously suppress memories or feelings associated with a threatening event. In fact, repression tends to be the mind's go-to defense when dealing with trauma. Not to say that this defense mechanism is specifically reserved for severely traumatic events, but Freud believed that we tend to repress memories as a way to cope with trauma. If something is extraordinarily painful or threatening, we shove it way down into the unconscious. How about an example? Brittany does not remember being raped by her uncle as a child, although her mother has the documents with the medical exam proving the physical signs of having been sexually assaulted. Displacement involves directing inappropriate feelings or urges onto powerless or less threatening substitute targets. When you're feeling edgy, stressed, tired, and just want to get home or make it to the grocery store before they close, what better way to let off some steam than by yelling at the faceless, nameless driver who just cut you off? Now, we're definitely not advocating road rage as a way to cope with stress, just trying to illustrate the myriad of everyday events that can trigger displacement. Let's take a look at another example of displacement in action. Donna is upset with her boss for passing her up for a promotion, but doesn't want to talk to her boss about it. When Donna goes home, she yells at her daughter for having her toys everywhere. Rationalization involves attempting to use a logical excuse to justify an unacceptable feeling or behavior. Ever heard of the fox and the grapes fable? The short version is that a fox was trying to eat grapes from a vine, but they were just out of his reach. The fox wasn't able to get something that he really wanted, so instead of admitting defeat, he told himself that the grapes were probably sour anyway. Here's another example. Rhonda, an elderly American woman who grew up during World War II, continuously makes racist comments about Japanese people. She says she has the right to do this because the Japanese soldiers in World War II were savage and killed many American soldiers. Sublimation involves taking a dangerous or socially unacceptable impulse and channeling it into something positive or socially acceptable. Freud viewed sublimation as a mature defense mechanism meaning that when used long-term, the process doesn't tend to be damaging to one's emotional or mental health. You can think of sublimation as being constructive rather than destructive. As the Cherokee legend goes, there are two wolves and they are always fighting. One is darkness and despair, the other light and hope. Which one wins? The one you feed. Let's look at an example. Say you've got a guy named Julius who really likes to argue and debate. He could channel this impulse into arguing with his friends and family, which would likely end up really annoying people and probably ruining relationships. The destructive wolf 
Or he could channel this impulse into something more socially acceptable, like becoming a prosecutor and arguing cases in court. The constructive wolf. If Julius were using the sublimation defense mechanism, this would mean that he's feeding the constructive wolf. Ready for a few knowledge checks? Donna has been arrested for DUI twice, lost her job because she was drinking on the job, and has problems remembering what she did the night before. She insists that she doesn't have a drinking problem. Which defense mechanism does this best represent? Projection, regression, repression, or denial? The answer is denial. Donna is refusing to acknowledge the reality of her drinking problem. Tommy was extremely aggressive as a child and was constantly getting into trouble at school. A school resource officer talked him into learning boxing. He went on to be an Olympic contender. Which defense mechanism does this best represent? Rationalization, sublimation, repression, or regression? The answer is sublimation. Tommy channeled a socially unacceptable behavior, aggression, into something socially acceptable, boxing. Robert goes for lunch at a restaurant, receives terrible service, and returns to work only to treat his secretary badly. Which defense mechanism is he using? Displacement? Sublimation? Projection or regression? The answer is displacement. Robert is redirecting his feelings onto his secretary, who was not involved in the original problem. <laughs>